Reddit get to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Tuesday, October 1st. It is hot as all get out. I think it's supposed to be fall officially now. I don't know. I don't keep up with all the like actual seasons. Like, isn't it weird that summer doesn't even start to like middle of June, late June? Yeah, you're already sweating by then. You're already sunburnt and <laughs> peeling and that and like when May, you know, second to last week of May when you're out of school, it's summer. Yeah. But apparently it's not really summer, so yeah. I, I don't really know how the actual the grass they, is dying that I've noticed. Yeah. So it, at least that's that's when I think fall is actually here, but it's really but it, not it's because dying, it's fall. Yeah, it's dying because it's pretty much the heat of summer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Like, just tired of living, right? And then the groundhog changes it up on us, so that messes with me. Smoke with the groundhog. Not if it saw a shadow, it'd smoke you. Like I'd smoke him out of his hole. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if that helped any. I don't, I don't recommend killing any animal. <laughs> <laughs> any animal or just the groundhog? I guess the animal that people care about. Like, if you kill a snake, everybody's like, oh, yeah, you kill a snake. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's true. But if you kill a groundhog, you're like, oh, you're kind of a the only kind of <laughs> The only kind of good snake is a dead snake. Yeah. Um, we're going to preview the Georgia week this week, of course. The Georgia game this week, of course. Have you talked yourself into a win? Not yet, no. Not yet. I was thinking about it. I was doing some some show prep, but uh, not yet. Has not. See, the, the I was problem, on the verge. <laughs> see, the problem is we came at you on a Tuesday. Um, if we came at you tomorrow, Landon would be all in. Yeah, all no in doubt for the win. Um, I will not be watching the game. I'll be working the game. Um, if we win, it's official. I will not go to another Tennessee game until we lose. So I don't care. Like if we went undefeated without me watching, I would accept my place as a fan and just do it. So you are convinced that you are the curse. I'm not fully convinced yet. See, and I think it's kind of unfair to do it on the Georgia game. So I might I, – I won't do a full test because I have season tickets. So maybe if I can sell my Mississippi State tickets, then maybe I'll do a full test Mississippi State. But Because Georgia's a tough way to – That's hard, though. That's hard to just not go to a game. Oh, it's very difficult. That sucks. Yeah, no, I don't know, I don't know what I'll do. Um, this week, I, at least it'll be easy to not watch. So that'll be – I will be able to hear. I don't know if that – does that affect the curse? The curse hasn't given me guidelines. I don't know. I don't make up the rules. I don't, who does make up those rules? <laughs> Maybe. He's like Caleb. Possibly. If Caleb's watching. Yeah. No. Get that guy. We will, we will go. Uh, uh, maybe it's a maybe it's a show thing. Maybe it's both of us. We have sucked since we started the show. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> well, this will be the last episode of More Issues. <laughs> It'll, it's been a fun run, guys. But no, that's true. That's not true because we lost to South Carolina. That's before. when it started. It we was, we did win the first game that we had a show. That's true. Like officially, because it didn't it didn't start right after South Carolina, but the idea started. Yeah, the, the idea, idea was, was there. Yeah, but we true. yeah we haven't beaten Vandy since we've had the show. That's depressing. <laughs> oh man, um, we are going to talk about college football preview this week. Uh, we'll look back at the NFL. And we got a good show for you guys. Lady Vols started practice. Yeah, apparently they're going to start on Saturday. But it started today. Started today. <laughs> started today. Um, what do you think about Kelly Jolly Harper? Real quick, what do you think she's, what, do you, what has she got this year for us? I don't know. I mean, I know she has a good recruiting class. Because they always do. Right. I mean, <laughs> every year. So. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I guess we won't really know unless they I'm lose. more excited for her taking over than I was when Holly Warlick took over. I don't really remember how I felt, to be honest. I think it was more like sadness, because so that's kind of unfair to from, yeah, from my perspective. 
it's kind of sad to I guess unfair to say that about Holly. And I didn't think we'd drop off that much since right. she was so close with Pat, but she's a UT girl, so I'm excited for Kelly Jolly Harper. Yeah, it'll uh, Kelly Jolly Harper. It'll. I hope she's successful. It sounds like a Christmas name. It does. <laughs> I don't it's know like why. A candy. Yeah. It'll be harder if she fails, for sure. Like yeah. Holly, it's hard when you don't, when you're not successful. It's hard right now in football season. It's real hard. <laughs> it's real hard. Before we jump into the show, I'm going to tell you guys about my friends at my bookie. If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course you take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. Do the smart thing if you're going to bet this football season. Bet with my bookie. Did you know you can bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. If you're the guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings, and no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. Join now, my bookie will double your first deposit. Only if you use the promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code C-H-A-I-R. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Let's get it going. Let's get it. Game week, baby. I'm not. I, I've got. A, I feel like I'm. It's very. You sounded that like it was like. It's like a. It, it's. I've had to really get myself going. You know, it had me. One, I mean, I'm sure I'll wake up Saturday, half-assed, ready to go. Yeah, excited. Yeah. It, I, it. It's been a very fake. I'm having to convince myself to be excited. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. It does. I, I watched the um, I watched the BYU and some of the Florida game today. Uh, well, I watched mostly just BYU offensive drops. Mostly, I was just curious how our offense kind of did. Looking back, not great. Not great, Bob. I'll tell you. So, I mean, since you did that, was did you think it was more of play calling, or did you think it was execution, or do you think it was a little bit of both? I thought it was a little bit of both, and I'll, from the first half, I thought. The play calling was pretty good. I thought the execution was decent, not great. I thought there were moments we could have jumped on. In the second half, I think the execution wasn't quite there, but I also think the play calling got more conservative, especially when we took the lead. Yeah. So well, that, That's been Tennessee's thing right. forever. Right. I, and, you know, I get it to an extent, but – and your defense played decent, so I, I understand to an extent. Um, but it really sucked when your defense, you know, just had a blown coverage. Yeah, and and then I watched that. I watched that entire last drive, and man, Nigel Warrior, what is he doing? Like he looks like he tries to make a play on the ball, but is nowhere near the ball. So then he's not. Able, if he makes the tackle at contact, the game is eleven seconds. They're gonna have to clock it ten seconds from their own forty yard line. So, or sorry, the fifty ish yard line, four maybe our forty eight. So not in field goal range yet, and you got about ten seconds, no timeouts. So this is a different ball game. And then I did look up the NCAA rule. I finally found it. Still unclear. <laughs> the high school rule is over the goalpost is out. Like it is no good. Hmm. NCAA just says in, the wording is in between. But, but is it, is it reviewable? It is not reviewable. That is clear. It oh, is okay. not, so. Right. It doesn't matter. I'm but, just talking about that. Mm-hmm. But if you look up and you see, you can only see part of the ball in high school. If I just, if unless I see the whole ball on the right side, if I'm on the left football post. Unless I see the whole ball on the right side, it's out. Hmm. I have to see the entire ball cross. In college, it's not clear if part of the ball has to be in, the whole ball has to be in, 
what the field goal is. It says the field goal is a line and not a plane. That makes me think part of the ball, only part of the ball has to be in. And you can't tell if, from our angle, if part of the ball is in or out. Yeah. You can't. I will say, I, in the stands, I thought the high school rule was the same as college mm-hmm. and said that's no good. Because um, it is right over the field goal post. That doesn't mean part of it isn't in. Yeah. But it, it is touching the field goal post. So that's frustrating because that's a win. <laughs> if right. you get the ball back and kneel it out, unless something crazy happens, we probably rough the kicker or something. <laughs> Would have been nice. Yeah, no, right. So that yeah, that's another win against BYU. If, if depending on what that call, I don't know what that call is. So you watch the Florida game. Well, if you don't give up that, you shouldn't have been in that situation. Yet. Right, you shouldn't have been. That yeah. that is a hundred. That's not. I'm not blaming the game on the refs at all, but it does suck in those scenarios when if that is a missed call, I don't know. Yeah. Florida, Kentucky, in 2018, very similar. Uh, Florida in the third quarter misses a field. They call it no good. Very very similar to BYU, except that Florida's like ends up inside like it, it's coming back right to left so it ends up inside the field goal post but they called it no good Ooh. and it definitely crossed like right over the upright I don't know I don't know yeah I'm um, it's you know I don't know why I made myself watch it but I was like I, I was on YouTube today and just scrolling through I was really honestly it was around lunchtime I was just scrolling through things to take up background noise and I saw the BYU game on my like things you may uh, things you may want to watch I was like, first off, YouTube, you don't know me at all. Like, yes, I watch it. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I, I made myself suffer that. That was fun. That was fun. And then I got, you know, for the, like the next three hours, I was in, I was more invested in the ruling than anything else going on in my day. So that was good. That was a really productive last half of the day. <laughs> really <laughs> nice. productive. I still have not found any clarity, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's like targeting. You're not going to find no. it. I am going to ask if the guy I know that, that is, you know, he's been refing in collegiate and high school football for a long time. What his interpretation of the rule is for college. I know what is in, he's the one who told me the interpretation for high school. So I know his interpret, you know, but yeah. the high school is a lot more clear. It says it. Mm-hmm. The whole ball has to be inside the upright. So yeah. I don't know. Sorry. I'm going off my tangent now, but. Does Georgia check or kneeling? There's no way. Yeah. Uh, here's my thing. I'm not saying don't sell your tickets, but I'm never going to sell my tickets to a Georgia fan. No. Ever. Like knowingly. Obviously Unless it's, like, way overpriced. I, I still, like, what's my... Like, what's, if it was $100 and you sold them for you sold it for $200, i am like, okay. Yeah, yeah I'm talking, you're going to pay me, like, 500 a pop. Like, oh. 500 a ticket to get me to sell it to you. And Georgia fans can't afford that. <laughs> so, yeah. we're good. I just, yeah, I... Definitely, definitely sell it. They won't be able to do it. I bet there'll be 10-ish thousand people, 10-ish thousand Georgia fans there. I don't think any more than that. Oh, so you think it's, like... So it's, 90-10? Or not 90-10. I guess 80-10. 70-10. 80-10. Yeah. You think there's going to be 80,000 people there? I think there's going to be like more like 90. 92. I mean, I, I certainly hope so, but... With it being a night game, yeah, I'll say 90. Yeah. I forgot it was a night game. If it was a noon, maybe even a 3.30 game in this heat, not a chance you get 90. Yeah. Because the Tennessee fans know the outcome. Mm-hmm. So, if it being a night game, yeah, you maybe get 90. So, BYU had, what, 10,000 fans there-ish? I was thinking Georgia fans might get 15 to 20 in there. I think that's pushing it, but I feel like that's – I don't know. Because there's, there's a lot of Georgia fans around here. There are. It's just, you know. Especially now that they're good. You know? Right. <laughs> but if you were going to pay for – I don't know. I don't see them going to the game. I don't see it happening. Yeah. I, I would be – I'd be surprised if there were more than – I'll say – I'll lean your way and I'll go 12. 
12,000. Yeah. So I think Jeremy Pruitt and Daniel Batuli said they were they didn't think they had a chance. No, they don't have a chance to checker it. No. You'd have to get First off, the smart thing you would do is if we were checkering Neyland, you just got to hope you buy up all the orange sections and do it red. That's your only chance of doing oh, it. Oh, yeah. Period. So that's the fact that they even like But they wanted to do it red and black. Right. That's that all like I mean, work. there's no way in hell. No, like no. there's no way. Um yeah, no, they're but now, I applaud the effort. Now, their offense, and maybe even their defense, may have enough times in the end zone that they may be able to paint our checkerboards orange and black on Saturday. That's sure. possible. Maybe. If they bring a couple couple spray spray paint cans, they might spend enough time in there to, to do it. Yeah. So They might do their little sections or <laughs> yeah. whatever. So, we, we could be in trouble there. Um, Georgia, though. So, Georgia's man, offense. I don't think high-powered. Is the way I would describe them, but so efficient. That that's exactly what I put. So efficient. Don't so, make mistakes. Um, Swift is averaging but, but almost eight yards. I don't per think theory. they will make mistakes. Jake Fromm hadn't thrown an interception this season. That's what I said. I was oh, like, they I don't make. They said they may make some mistakes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, they don't make mistakes. Yeah, sorry. And that that's who Jake Fromm is. And you know, you look at his stats: seven hundred eighty-eight yards. Not a lot. He's only thrown over two hundred yards he's in also, one game. He's also seventy-five percent completion. Exactly. And the best stat of all, he wins. He wins. That's, that's he wins. the only one that really matters in the end. Yep. He wins. Um, yeah, Jake Fromm has just been a machine as far as efficiency goes. I haven't gotten a, I've The only game I've watched them is Notre Dame. So I can't say whether it's his offensive line, who I know is good. I can't say whether it's them just doing a phenomenal job or if it's Jake Fromm. It's probably a mixture of both. Or Jake Fromm doing a good job of extending plays. But he's also only been sacked once. So that I'm offensive sure, line is massive. I'm sure it's a mix of both, yeah. of them being really good, also him being able to extend plays and get mm-hmm. out of the pocket, or being able to throw a ball away quickly. But only one sack through four games is – it's got they've got to be first in the nation in that. Alabama, maybe? Maybe. <laughs> but they've also played Ole Miss and – no, not Oregon. Who they played in the first game? Duke. Never mind. Duke, yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, maybe Alabama. That's probably the only ones that – yeah. That are up there with that one sack total. That's insane. You mentioned, I don't know what the other quarterbacks have, though. Maybe, but they haven't played that much looking at their stats. No. So, probably none for them, too. Uh, you mentioned DeAndre Swift averaging almost eight yards a carry. That's insane. <laughs> that is insane. And then another crazy stat is you have four running backs over 100 yards on the season. So, Do we have the wealth two? is being spread. We have to have uh, Chandler and Gray have to be over 100 on the season. I, I didn't check that stat, but I did look to see JG does have more TDs than Fromm on the year, which is crazy to me. But he's also thrown four more interceptions. Yep, four to his zero. I, I was actually, you know, I was very surprised that. So I guess we've thrown five. We've only thrown five on the season. That's not great through four games. Eric Gray does have 165 yards. I figured he had that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I you know. Stopping this offense is not going to be a task, and the, the toughest part with them is they're going to control the game. You're going to, your defense is going to be out there for a long time. They're going to run downhill. Our defensive line has not been great. Nope. We have done a decent job of stopping the run since Georgia State. Right. But but they're also going to – Georgia's going to be able to balance it out a lot more than even Florida. Florida didn't have a good run game. Yeah, um, Georgia has a damn good run game. Yeah, they're not able – well, I mean, I was just – Florida didn't have a – Florida's run game actually ended up looking great against us just because their offense finally wore us down at the end. Yeah. Um, but they don't have a good run game going into that. 
and their pass game didn't help them out a ton to really they didn't make a space the you know space the box out a ton. Mm-hmm. Whereas Georgia, you look at it, they have Jake Fromm back there to throw the ball around. They've also got uh pick a receiver, any receiver, they've got them all. They've got one, two, three, four, five or they got three with over hundred yards on the season, I believe. Um, they've got like five with I didn't write this stat down, I think five with over eight catches. Really? Um you've so, got you've So got, I mean that they, they don't have like a big time receiver right now, but they're all young and they're all talented. And they're spreading the ball. So I've got Blaylock, he's got nine catches for 179 yards, two TDs. Pickens has nine catches, 162 five yards. Star, five star. One T D. Um Wolf, who played at Tennessee, I just wrote him down because this is seven catches for ninety eight yards. Robertson, ten catches, ninety two yards, two TDs. I mean, spreading the wealth around. Yep. What do you have our offensive stats out? I'm just curious what our receivers are at. Who are probably every bit as talented as this Georgia receiving core, if not more. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I would think we have the experience the, is definitely more there. That's probably the only thing I would take over theirs is our receivers and and not really just based just based on experience. Right. That's why I mean mix the talent because with experience they're they're probably. talented. Right. Um, so our leading receiver is Juwan Jennings with 19 receptions, 298 yards, and four touchdowns. So that's, that's really good. He's also one of the best wide receivers in the he, I mean, that's SEC be, right now. Yeah, that's, I was about to say, that's got to be up there with you know Bama's four receivers. <laughs> one of their receivers had like 160 yards last game, right? Oh, no. they He had like 275, 275. and five touchdowns. Good night, dude. That's <laughs> stupid. Yeah. That was like their freshman receiver who's not supposed to – See the ball as much as Jerry Judy and Devontae Smith. Yeah. He's probably the third receiver, I guess. But yeah, he's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, be a, that'd be a nice problem to have. We can't throw him the ball enough. Right. And then Georgia's got a solid defense. Um, 57 rushing yards per game on the year. They've given up zero rushing touchdowns. 10 points per game, too. Yeah. 40 points total over four games, which I know their schedule hasn't been you know, stacked or anything, but still an impressive stat. Yep, and they're um, six five stars on defense. Coming off a bye, so that doesn't help. Right? How did how did that happen? How do we get a bye going into Georgia, and Georgia gets a bye going into yeah. to Tennessee? No, that's that pisses me off. <laughs> I'm not. I will say that this about their defense. I'm not incredibly confident that they'll create too much chaos for our offense. I they think they create a ton of turnovers. They have done good about getting into the backfield, though, which could create turnovers. Their front seven is really good. Their linebackers are good. Their defensive line is pretty good. Uh, somebody said today that I think it was maybe Jesse Simonson said that Georgia's front seven is the best in the SEC. I wouldn't doubt that, especially with, I mean, Alabama's linebackers are getting pretty thinned out with injuries. LSU is probably the closest thing. So what does that tell you? We're going to have to throw the ball. And Which also know. worries you. So does, so does Brian Maurer start? I mean, I know there's been a ton of, ton of speculation. I would be it. very shocked if he started. I'd be very shocked, especially with the way Pruitt's talked. Now, Pruitt has kind of talked less. Like, a, I feel like to yesterday's press conference was less of that. We're riding with JG kind of talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like his was like he's practiced really well, but he's got to play really well now, and that's kind of what leads me to believe I think his leash is getting shorter. Yeah, yeah. Because that was the frustrating part with Maurer is like, why was his leash so short? But um, Garantano's what? And when Garantano's proven, he needs a short leash. Yeah. That was, so that was frustrating. But yeah, I think I am curious to see kind of how long we we keep Garantano out there. I don't know. 
I'm not ready. I'm not ready for this game. I think we'll just be blown out. I mean, if, by, if, he, if he marches Jared Garantano out there and he is making the same mistakes, it's going to look bad on him. Yeah. Which apparently and, he's been a scapegoat. How's he been? He's been the most, the obviously the worst position, single position, which I know it's just one player, but he's obviously been the worst position that we've had. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's not a scapegoat. And then if you know football, we've talked about this, if you understand the game, it starts and ends with the QB. He's your leader. Yeah, that's like having a, a pitcher who can't throw a strike. You're not going to win any games if you no. can't throw a strike, no matter who all is behind you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Or, I mean, I mean, imagine a pitcher that doesn't even say strike, strike out. Like, he can't finish off a batter. Yeah. I They're going to score. The, the, yeah, if he's throwing meatballs in there, <laughs> I mean, if he hits them out of the park, there's yeah. no way to field it. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm just saying, like, even if he's able to, you know, throw two strikes, a strike, get some guys in bad situations, but can't get them out, and he's always relying on his defense to get them out. Yep. They're going to score points. It's just the way it works. No one, no one's ever thrown a perfect game and just, you know, not throw any strikeouts. So yeah, I mean, looking at their defense, you're going to have to take some shot plays. Mm-hmm. It's something we have not done this season. I really don't get why, because we have. Callaway, Jennings, Palmer. We have good receivers, guys that can go make a play. We just haven't utilized it. Now, I've, I don't know if that's play calling. I don't know if that's just him not throwing it because they're not considered open. But good Lord. Right. I mean, that that's the only way you're going to get after this defense if, he, if you're able to complete those passes and open up everything else. I, you know – because we just sit in there and try to run the ball, it's it's not going to happen. No, 57 no. yards a game, no. there's no way. We're going to be lucky to rush for 100 with our, excuse me, our offensive line. We're going to be lucky to rush for 100. Yep. But if you go and compete with Georgia this week, say you do, say you four quarters, you lose by 14, you compete with Georgia the whole game, I think that could be marked as a win. You won the bye week. <laughs> you won the bye week. I mean, you, you found a capable quarterback. You improved on both sides of the ball. You competed with the number three team in the country after a one and three start. You, that could be considered heading in the right direction, in my opinion. Yeah, I was going to say I'm not going to consider it a win, but we're definitely heading in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I, I hate the, I hate this for Pruitt in a way. Uh, I hate this for any coach if this is the way it works. But uh, we've suffered through a ton of, um, you know, uh, what's the right word? Oh my gosh. Blowouts. No. Um, oh God! Like, not wins, but wins. Moral victories. Moral victories. We've suffered. We've we've had enough moral victories. Yeah. You know, you look at like yeah, Lane Kiffin. Look at Lane Kiffin. That Alabama game was a moral victory for us. You know, we were like, oh, we should not have been in that game, and we were. Yep. Um, I think there's some Derek Dooley. I mean, look at uh, Butch Jones in 13 against Georgia. Moral victory. We fought. We we clawed. At the end of the day, it wasn't a win. Doesn't matter. Um, probably. I mean, you could probably argue Butch Jones at A and M in 16 was a nice moral victory. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. It actually ended up spiraling after that um I mean, you probably argue a lot of those are moral victories we've just had enough of them and it's probably you know when you look at Pruitt's situation he should probably be granted more moral victories but i'm not willing to give it to him so yeah we've been through enough been through enough also i think people need to understand that the state of tennessee football program did not improve in butch jones's five-year tenure no it he was he was a josh dobbs away from never winning eight games he oh, was yeah. a Derek Dooley or a Derek Dooley, a um, Derek Barnett away from winning five games. Yep. Those teams were terrible without two really good players. Mm-hmm. So it's you, and know, you forgot one of the best backs in football. You had one, yeah, you had him. 
Tons of draft picks. I don't understand how you can't keep your best player on campus. You can't kiss his ass for five more games. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you know you're going to suck next year. <laughs> if you know you're going to suck next year, it doesn't matter what your culture is. Just kiss his ass, win a couple ball games, and get the hell out of there. Get it, move on to a better job or a worse job. Go to the, go to the freaking Big Ten after that. Look for jobs. Dana Holgerson's kiss, kissing some ass. Like, think about this. Butch Jones failing at Tennessee because it was in the national spotlight could keep him out of head coaching gigs forever. Now, he's not complaining because he's interning and making millions of dollars to you know run coffee. I wouldn't be complaining either for the best coach of all time. But also, if you're a competitor, which I just don't believe Butch Jones is, no. if you watch the way he, he coached, He would rather do that. He would rather do that. Yeah. And, you know, if you're a competitor, you want to keep coaching. You wanted that Rutgers job, that Maryland, the ones he's been rumored around. He's never going to get them. Everyone saw the complete buffoonery. I don't even know if that's a word. That Tennessee ended up at the last of 16 and uh, the whole 17. I mean, just absolutely terrible. And Dude, and I hate, I hate people. And it'll always happen. Pruitt is always going to be um, compared to Kirby Smart. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But Kirby Smart, they just got rid of Mark Rick because they weren't he wasn't getting them over the hump. Yeah, I mean we, I, we can't even get to the hump. Yeah, we are far <laughs> away from the hump. Yeah. Far away from the hump. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean it it was a way better situation, Kirby Smart, when he took over because they were they were young, but they were talented. They won eight games yeah. his first year. I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't think as a Tennessee fan, if I was a good coach, if I was a good coach, if I'm a bad coach, I might jump at the job because, uh, hey, what's to lose? If I'm a good coach, I don't think I'd take the ten. So maybe Jerry Pruitt is a bad coach. Maybe he's like, oh, this will be my only chance to get a head coaching job. Maybe yeah, we're right about it. I don't know. I don't know. But, you got a dang good staff, and I'm not willing yeah. to get rid of Jeremy Pruitt to get rid of this whole staff. No. I can tell you right now, though, if I was a good coach and I knew there was a head coaching job going to come along in a few years, I would not take this Tennessee job in, in 17 or 18. No. I would not have. I, that's as a fan of the University of Tennessee. And he had like, what, 10 days to put a recruiting class together? Yeah, I wouldn't. And now he's he's taking a fall because of Butch Jones guys and a class he put together in 10 days? Yeah. And well, a bunch willing, of freshmen now? And, and I'm frustrated as, as much as anybody. I'm frustrated about the quarterback situation. Um, but I'm certainly going to let it play out a little bit longer before I – and, you know, I'm not saying – obviously Ole Miss, it didn't work out for Ole Miss, but they started a freshman quarterback against Alabama. Yes. First time start. Yeah. There's a lot of freshman quarterbacks starting around. There's a lot of backup quarterbacks that are starting now. So yep. you're the backup, baby. Just roll them out there and let's see it. Let's see it. I'm ready for it. Yep. It's Team happening in the NFL, Four. too. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> went over to the NFL. Right. Um, I don't know. Let's talk about kind of Jeremy Pruitt spoke with the media today. Um, he did talk about quarterback play. It has to be better. He Somebody also asked who's a starter was, and he was like, we're not going to give Georgia a scouting report. <laughs> that kind of tells me, so two things. That tells me, I don't know why I just did that. Two things. 2020. <laughs> um, it tells me, one, he's messing with the fan base, and it's definitely JG. Or two, it's Brian Maurer, and he sincerely means that. <laughs> he doesn't want to give him a scouting report. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be JG. I don't know why I'm getting my hopes up. Yeah. I, mean, I think I just like Brian Maurer because he's white. <laughs> just kidding. I want to so bad, and he's not white. He's Samoan or whatever he is. Yeah, Hawaiian. I would like any decent quarterback at this point. I don't care who they are. No, I don't care at all. 
Bring me T. Martin every day of the week. Yeah, just throw him out there. It's going to take at least two guys to get him to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tackle it? You couldn't tackle him a pie. There's no, no way. No. Okay, so I'm sorry. This is off on a tangent. I was watching the, uh, what was it? Ohio State-Miami National Championship game in 2003, maybe, last night. And uh, it's the one with, uh, what's his name? Running back. Oh, God. The dude that got ruled ineligible. Uh, Maurice. Claret. Claret, yeah. Every Miami player, seem, just about, seems like they are trying to tackle him at his, like, shoulders. And he has the meanest stiff arm already. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, at least go, like, around the waist or knees where he can't easily stiff arm you into the ground. Right. Or, you know, just go right at arm height and let him absolutely bully you. It's like when people try to tackle uh, Derrick Henry up high. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why even try that? Why you're even a, try that? You're a 185-pound defensive back. Yeah. Why are you trying to hit him you, up high? You better grab the hell out of the face mask here and tackle him up high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should at least yank that neck. I mean, yeah, sorry. That was a tangent. I'm, yeah, I was watching it, and I was like, stop. Stop. Like, four people in a row. Like, four tackles, like, attempted tackles in a row. Just hit him low. Yeah, the Good freaking God. broom handle he has. <laughs> Wrapped up back there. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, so he, he talked about, we're not giving a scouting report. I thought that was funny. but No, yeah. Because, like, what does it matter? They're going to whoop our ass. Just yeah. tell them who's going to play quarterback. <laughs> and then um, he did say it that he had a hard time believing um, they would check her. I'm yeah. with him. I have yeah. a very hard time believing that. And then, so... Jeremy Banks's the body cam of the cop that arrested him came out today. So what was the officer? Yeah or yap? I think it was yap. Yap, yap. Yeah. Very so. Very weird. I mean, Jeremy Banks made some comments that he shouldn't have made. Right. He told, I guess it was an intern. She was doing a ride along. Told her that I wouldn't be an intern. We. Shoot at cops where I'm from. So how early was it? How late was it in the evening? Why was someone doing a ride along? It was at least after 6. 6 p.m.? Yeah. Why was someone doing a ride along in the evening? I feel like we're going to do a ride along. We should do it. During the day? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like if sketchy stuff was going to happen. <laughs> but first, I mean, that's... So, yeah. Interesting. Uh, definitely should not have made those remarks. And then Jeremy Pruitt was dead asleep, I guess, when yeah, he so, got the Yeah, so, I mean, it sounds like... I don't even remember what day he was. I don't even remember all the details around it. Do you remember what day he was arrested and stuff like that? Um, I thought oh June July seventeenth he was charged. That wasn't the arrest date. Though. No, no, no. This this is when he had. Um, so Sunday morning, September fifteenth, the day after the UTC game, is okay. when he got arrested. So it had to be early evening. Like here, let's see if I can see the body cam, Tom. It's like, I don't... Looks like it says 8. 8? But if you said the arrest happened on Sunday, so it was Sunday at 8 p.m.? Maybe. Interesting. I don't know, but his comments were good. We're, we're, we're good. We're not good. Um, he then said that he was like, I should have ran. Test y'all speed. Y'all would have never caught me. Yeah. Don't. Good God. Don't be an idiot. I mean, I don't think it's something to like, 
go on and on about. But he did apologize today. But, dude, if you're in the back of a cop car, just shut up. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. Just be quiet. And yeah. then a lot of people were saying, yeah, Jeremy Pruitt looks like an idiot because apparently Jeremy Pruitt thought it was taken care of with a state trooper. Right. So that's I, that's one thing I don't think people understand is that – and Jeremy Pruitt – it was the same thing I said – when I found out Jeremy Banks was arrested for not appearing at court or paying the citation. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I said is like, does he have the money to do it? Like, yeah. you got to take all this with a little bit of grain of salt. He's from inner city Memphis, I assume. I don't know what part of Memphis. Cordova. I don't know where Cordova's at. I don't really know. He says his grandfather's died the way Jeremy Pruitt says that his grandfather's died. It sounds like his grandfather may have been a primary caregiver. Yeah. Um, he also says that none of these kids know this. And what he was saying to the officer to me, how I, maybe I'm giving Pruitt too much credit, was like, can we get a better working relationship? Because, like, you all, when he doesn't show up, when that warrant hits, the day he doesn't show up to court, can you all not let us know? Like, we need to be aware of the situation. And we weren't until this evening. (laughs) Yeah. But. Yeah, like, you should get a notification. You get one for the dentist. (laughs) Yeah. If you're, (laughs) the day before the dentist, they, they let you know, hey, you're supposed to be here at this time. If you're not, they charge you like what, twenty five bucks or something like that. For what now? Sorry. If you miss like a dentist appointment, some do. I don't know. Do that. <clears throat> some do. Anyway, um, but yeah, get a little notification. Yeah, there there needs to be. There was some communication missed during this whole thing. Yeah, but Jeremy, Jeremy Banks did not handle himself well. Apparently, he was. Fine. It was super weird. Until he got into the car. It was, it was very weird because the situation seems like like nothing really got out of hand. It was just some comments that were made yeah. unprovoked. Very strange. Right. Like, and and they said that he was joking and singing while in the car. So, yeah, I don't you know. Don't, you don't say but that Yeah, stuff. you can't say that kind of stuff. Especially to a cop that's taking you to jail. Right. Yeah. But apparently... They adjusted his handcuffs. You know, the cops were super... They talked to Pruitt for, what, like five minutes? I know. I was like, just... Like, he is voicing his frustration, not necessarily at you. Just with the department and Mm -hmm. maybe the court and maybe the university. Just hang up. Just tell him you got to go. There's nothing you could do other than be like, hey, we got to take him to jail. Here's why. Hang up. Because he says you have to take him... First off, they definitely... I know he has a country accent. We heard it. It definitely doesn't say... Because he's a he's a warrant. It says because he has a warrant. You have to take him to jail because he has a warrant. That's what he says. And the officer explains it to him. And he's very clearly frustrated by the lack of communication. Because he knows that Jeremy Banks probably doesn't know what's going on. And his parents definitely don't care or know what's going on. So, it's just, yeah. It's a, it's a really dumb situation that, thankfully, I, I assume has been... I'm sh- I'm sure it's done. I'm sure that day it was finished. Jerry Pruitt already thought it was done. But it w- what was hilarious is he tried to call some call one of his buddies to come get his car, and that guy's license was. So is he on the football team? <laughs> I have no clue. Okay. They didn't disclose that. Gotcha. That's probably safe. Right, because um, it prob- probably is somewhere on the football team. Yeah, the cop was just like, I don't know. I have no clue. I have no clue why. <laughs> and Jeremy's like, well, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was supposed to, as, soon as, as soon as the officer, when you're talking to someone like that, and you go, I don't know anything, just hang up. Just go bond him out and be done. Like, yeah. be done. You don't have to talk to him on the phone. Mm-hmm. Regardless of whether he's the head football coach at Tennessee, you don't right. have to talk to him. So. But yeah, it, it looks like today, I think the somebody told me that Darnell Wright was starting at right tackle. 
not at left or not at right right guard. It looks like Riley Locklear was at right guard today. Okay. Other side of the line is the same, but I thought Darnell Wright has done a great job so far. Yeah, I thought he. I thought I think he's, he's definitely improved from the first game till. I think the whole offensive <clears throat> line's improved. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, and that's why I think JG it's it's kind of coming out now, mm-hmm. like his struggles because right. he, now he has time, and right. now we can't just blame the time on him getting smacked. Right. So he I mean, in fairness to him, I guess he hadn't had a ton of time to improve because last year he was just getting blasted back there. Yeah. So you're like now he's seen everything, but oh, well, game. if he just had time, you know, he'd be gunning that thing. Yeah. But yeah, when he did have time, he made he took shot plays and yeah. we converted. So try that. Try some. Try anything. Jesus. Uh, recruiting news. Um, this is a big weekend for the Vols recruiting wise. Uh it's a big weekend. We need to compete. Bottom line, compete. I don't even care if, like, I don't think a win's going to happen. I would love a win. But just compete. Show some fight, compete, battle. Show some emotion. I mean, mm-hmm. dang, Brent Smagley, he's... Brent Smagley is ready. I promise he'll be there ready to fight. Yeah. So, Reggie Grimes, a four-star defensive end from Ravenwood, will take his official visit. He is the number one player in Tennessee. Um, it's a legacy at Alabama. Don't think he's a take at Alabama right now. Um, so it looks like South Carolina and Tennessee are kind of in a battle for him. Um, but he wants to be at Alabama. So if they open that up, he's probably going to be at Alabama. But he's taking his official visit, so hopefully we can impress and and see what happens there. Basketball recruiting. Jaden Springer, the five-star shooting guard from IMG Academy in Bradenton, will take his official visit, official visit to Tennessee. This is a big weekend. This is his last official visit. Second one to Memphis. Um, and we're bringing in Keon Johnson, Corey Walker, who also five-star um, commits to kind of bond with him. So hopefully we'll he- hear something soon. Everybody that I've spoken with thinks that we are in the driver's seat. Right. It's ours to lose. So hopefully we impress. Hopefully that's the case. I, you know, this, this basketball season is terrifying. But, Coming off a lot of But hype. exciting. It's but exciting. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I, I know what it's like to be a ball fan. So, yep. I know what it's like. I have a lot of experience in that area. Team news, recruiting news, anything else? That's it. I'm, I'm sure we'll, I think the, the number one player in Tennessee for the 2022 class, Ty Simpson, has announced that he will be um, here as well for a visit. So, not an official visit. Um, a quarterback. Anytime that we're able to get a quarterback on campus, I'm all for it. Get him on quick. Any yep. uniform, please. Preferably. <laughs> um, college football preview. Uh, again, I feel like it's one of those weeks. It's like, yeah, there's some games. There's a few games. Yeah, I think that um, there's a reason why we are the 7 p.m. game. Yes, for some, uh, for some weird reason, it was 7 p.m. There's like only eight. Or six or something SEC teams playing this week. Interesting. Everybody else is on by. It's kind of weird. I didn't look at that count. Interesting. Um, I did for Friday. You got UCF and Cincinnati. <laughs> Apparently, the rumor about Cincinnati's field being painted, which I guess they would have had to paint it. I don't understand how they would have done that. that you see it? Ridiculous. Yeah. Apparently, that's not true though. Oh really? That's yeah, funny. It's, it's not true. Um, it looked cool. 
I feel like it'd be too much, but it looked cool. It's a little much. Also, someone said, is Cincinnati changing the game forever? Um, no, because Boise State has had a blue field for a while. And Eastern can Eastern Washington? I think it's Washington has a red field. Yeah. So apparently Boise State, I was watching a video about them a couple weeks ago, and apparently they have a trademark on all non-green grass fields or non-green artificial turf fields. Wow. So to get, <coughs> you have to pay for the opportunity to have... If you like, Eastern Washington has to pay mm. for the rights to have a red field. Well, yeah. Apparently, a high school wanted to do it, and it was like fifty thousand dollars. So, dang. Yeah, it's pretty stupid, um, in my opinion. Uh, but UCF at Cincinnati is UCF just spiraling downward now? Um, I'm out. You're out on them. Yeah, I'm out. Unless we beat them in the Birmingham Bowl, they will not even be close to my national contender. No. Um, I've got number six, Oklahoma at Kansas. That'll be a slaughter fest. Yep. I'm excited, though, to see a Les Miles team against, like, a good team. I know they already lost to Coastal Carolina. They did beat Boston College, though. Matt Hatter throwing up the white flag. Oh, yep. That's going to be fun. <laughs> um, number 14, Iowa at number 19, Michigan. Iowa, baby. Iowa. They're, not, they're not in Ames at night, Michigan, though. dude. I literally hate Ames? Michigan. If you name no, State plays names. the most overrated team every year is either Notre Dame or Michigan every year. And then if you start counting July, it's Tennessee. Yep. <laughs> Depends on when you start looking at it. Dude, I'm big on Wisconsin. I'm big on them too just because I love their run game. I feel like there's not a lot of teams since Alabama's left it that are just like, we are going to run the ball down your throat and control the game. Georgia yeah. somewhat, but even them, like, yeah, they'll start opening it up more when they play tougher right. teams. Yeah. They're not gonna just control the game, especially now they really don't have like three. I know I said how good their four backs are, but like they don't have three dominating backs like, yep. like normal. So, um, where was I at there? Uh, number seven Auburn, number ten Florida. We've talked about this. We're excited for this game. Top ten matchup going into Gainesville. That'll be a fun game to watch. Does the Auburn hype live up? Does freshman trash quarterback fall apart? <clears throat> I two no one freshman quarterback, but a backup too. Yeah. So, and Trask. Oh, yeah. So, two new quarterbacks. Right. Um, I'm, I, I'm curious to see if Somebody game. said they did – I think this was a fail or something that I had, but um, they put Auburn as their number one SEC team. No, not a chance. <laughs> I was like, there's like three other ones I'd put before them. Uh, there's at least three. Minimum. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like they didn't just dominate A and M either, so like no. you know, Auburn Auburn could fall off before that point, and A and M could A and M's doing fine. They're winning. Yep. Only lost to Auburn, I believe. So, um, number twenty five, Michigan State at number four, Ohio State. I'm just curious because I feel like they always play them close. I could be wrong about that. I just feel like that. I think Ohio State runs away with. Ohio it. State also always has like seven close games. Yeah. Um, Vandy at Ole Miss. That'll be an interesting one. <laughs> I think Ole Miss kills them. I do, too. I do, too. I'm just curious. Very curious. Uh, Cal at 13 Oregon. What rank is Cal? I didn't write that down. For They're not ranked anymore. They fell out? Yep. They, weren't they like 18th? <clears throat> or 15th, I think. Yep. How did they fall out after that? I don't know. Fell out. <laughs> I guess if you're in the pack 12 and you lose one to Herm Edwards, you're automatically out, no matter where you're at. <laughs> I just don't like you got teams like Michigan still in it. 
Yeah. There's some bad top 20. Not bad, but there's some not great top 25 teams. I'm going to have to look at it now. There's some not. There's like a lot of not great SEC teams. No. No. It is very top. <laughs> I think we talked about this on Sunday. It yeah. is top heavy this year. Right. It is top heavy. Like, I don't think this will happen, but you have the potential to win the rest of the games in the East. You There is potential there. I don't. Uh, after Georgia. Yeah, after Georgia. Yeah. That's what I meant. That's, yes. Yeah, after there Georgia. is yeah. for sure potential there. I mean, that's stupid. Like, but... Even Mississippi State, they haven't impressed me. No. So that's like, what, five games that you could potentially? Somehow, someway. Six games, if you count UAB? Somehow, someway. I'm not giving you hope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving you hope, but. Yeah. Here's some hope. Take it. Um, Pitt and Duke. Curious, man. Pitt's been Pitt's got it right now. Dude, the ACC sucks. <laughs> uh, number fifteen, Washington at Stanford. Stanford's terrible, but I'm just curious if Washington loses to him because probably, maybe. Uh, Pac-12 sucks too. Yeah. Um, why is my? I'm trying to look at the rankings, but they're like, I don't care about conferences, conference rankings. Why wouldn't? When you look up standings, you really, I guess I looked up standings instead of rankings, but that's stupid. Let's get a, <laughs> let's get that straight. Um, number sixteen, Boise State at UNLV. I wrote this one down because I just I guess I don't pay attention to Boise State anymore to even know they're in the top twenty-five again. They're always going to be there. Are we like going back to two thousand five, two thousand six? Like, are we getting there? They're all, they always sneak their way in, <laughs> and they lose like a terrible loss, and they go out and win a couple more. They're back. Yeah. yeah, like Oklahoma State's in the top 25. That's the coaches, I think. UCF's at 18. They lost a pit. Who'd Utah lose to? USC, right? Yep. Arizona State's at number 20. <laughs> how how do they... Am I losing... Am I forgetting? Like, how... Well, I don't understand. How does Cal fall out? I have no If they got beat by a top 25 team. Because they were, they were in the top 20, right? It was only like 24-17. It wasn't like they got demolished. I don't understand. And Texas A&M has lost two games. I don't remember who they lost to. They're 3-2. and two. I don't understand anything. I understand nothing. Who did they lose to? That's insane. Insane. Anything else, College why you want to discuss before we move on to the NFL? No. NFL. So, we talked about the worst... In our group text, in our fantasy group text, we talked about the worst divisions in the NFL. What was yours? AFC East, by far. They're definitely not good. But the AFC South is... See, the thing about the AFC East is you've got one phenomenal team. And then you've got a Bills team that... They're 3-1. and one. Yeah. And I only lost <clears throat> the Patriots by six. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't bad. And I, then, I think I was just taking it more as like... Every year, the AFC has just been trash for yeah. years. But then if you look at, man, since since Peyton left the Colts, the AFC South, top to bottom, they're my worst. Top to bottom, they're terrible. I think they're all teams that could go 8-8. Eight and eight. Like, they're the most, like, mediocre. Yeah, but the Jets have the ability to go 8-8. Eight and eight. Especially the last couple of years when their defense has been so good. Yeah, I don't know. It's just the Jets. And then Miami with... Uh, Tannehill, they were terrible, but they were going to beat the Patriots once. Yeah. And they were going to win five or six games before that. I don't know. I don't 
I just believe top to bottom, the South is the worst division in NFL football. And, yeah, in NFL. Mm, I got the East still. Because, I mean, they just – even with Andrew Luck, the Colts sucked. I think the, the NFC North is definitely the best one this year. The NFC North or the um, – hmm, who else did I – I'm trying to remember who else I listed. The NFC North is good. Yeah. But they're also like – I feel like each team on that, that's the Bears, Vikings, Packers. Lions. And Lions. Like, even like the the Bears have no offense. Nope. The Packers have little offense and little defense. Detroit, I feel like, is going to fall off at any point. And then the Vikings defense has been, eh, and their offense has been okay. Dalvin Cook's been good. <laughs> that's about yeah. it. So, like, that's what I mean by, like, they're good. They're just – they're kind of like the Bills, that whole division. You've won, but you haven't convinced me yet that you're great. So, that, that that's my only thing on them for sure. I think um, the NFC South has been good to a certain extent. Because the Bucks are the Bucks good? No, no, that's one fluke week. <laughs> that's one fluke week. They could be good. Are the Titans good? Hell no. Hell no. Are the Bills? Are the Bills it, good? Here's the thing: if you say the Titans are good, you have to say the Browns are good. Oh, I, I think the Browns are good. I think the Browns are talented. I don't think they're good yet. Their I mean, offensive play calling's not been great. Their defense is, you know, just. Sucked at times. They've got a ton of talent on that roster, but they don't know what to do with it right now. They figured it out last week. They played good last week, but also I think everybody's waiting on the we're, we're waiting on the Ravens to drop the ball at any moment. That's true. But I they mean, whooped them. They whooped them. I I just don't I don't think the Titans are all that great. So are the uh, Bills good? They're doing weddings at halftime. The Bills have not convinced me yet that they're not good. Okay, uh, and I will say this about the I will say this about the AFC North. Well, I said at the beginning of this year that I like the Browns going to the playoffs because the AFC North just sucks ass. Yeah, like <clears throat> so. I got it's not really credit to how great the Browns are or anything. It's just their division is terrible. This year. That division is bad. I forgot about that division. That division is pretty bad. The AFC kind of as a whole is pretty bad. The NFC East has a really good chance to finish out really good this year. Cowboys, Eagles, have they yeah. made a turn? Giants with Danny Dobbs? Danny Dobbs, baby. He, <laughs> so so I have, I, a, new, I have a new segment I just thought of in my head. I'm going to name three players, and you give me your first reaction. It can be a sentence. It can be a word. It can be a paragraph. Okay. Just let, you just let me know. I think you said first word. What did you say? First what? I'm going to say whatever what? comes to mind. Oh, whatever comes to mind. Okay. Yeah. Vontez Perfect. Dirty. Just dirty. I'm just trying to think of like one word. Like, what did you sense. think about the hit, dude? That's a, that's a, that is a. I am trying to kill a human being, <laughs> right? Yeah. Dude is all you have to do is touch him and he's down. Yeah, you can't cause a fumble. Good, you, good you to the, lead, good for the NFL. You lead with the crown of your helmet on just his helmet. Yeah, the NFL did this one right. That's an absolutely. If you can't control your, I've given a lot of people the benefit of the doubt in those situations. If you can't control your body to that point, you shouldn't be an NFL player. That's true. Daniel Jones. Danny, Danny Dimes. Dimes, baby. That's it? I mean... What uh, do you think about his win? outfit? I love it. I, 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 hope he's the, <laughs> I hope he's like Kawhi Leonard in the way that like he's just... No, it, it, it's it's not Kawhi. It's Tim Duncan. 
That's who he reminds me of. I just mean like Kawhi in the way that like he's gonna he you could pay him forty million dollars. He's gonna wear the same outfit. I love he's the North drive, Face backpack. He's gonna top drive, it all off. Yeah, he's gonna drive the same Trailblazer. Like, yep. it, that's what I mean. Like, money is not gonna change him. He's he is who he is. Garter Minshew. I just thought of Big Dick Nick, <laughs> who he is taking over for. Oh, I, I think he's like Baker Junior. Is he? Is he Baker? He's won more games than Baker. No, he hadn't. Baker, they both won two, right? Yep, the two and yeah, two. Yeah, so two, both of them. Did you see Jerry Jones on Bourbon Street? Yeah, that man looking is... like a mannequin. <laughs> he was doing the mannequin challenge on Bourbon Street, right? And Justin, uh, Justin Coleman, dude, that was it. See, like, first off, all Justin Coleman would have to do is touch him. He lets the guy get up and then plays the ball. Yeah, just play the ball. It's not hard, Montez Burfitt, unless you want to kill somebody like you do, and yeah. then it's. It's easy for you, I guess. Oh, the NFC West. That was the other, or that was the other division I was thinking of. They could end up being a really good division this year. Yep. With the Rams, Seahawks, and then the 49ers. 3-0. 3-0. Do they go to – are they the ones in – Jimmy G. they playing Oakland in – no, they're not playing Oakland this week. Who Who's in London this week? Oakland and who? I don't Can't know. tell you. Um, real quick, NFL power rankings. You go um, one, I'll go one, we'll go back and forth. Okay. Can I talk about this? My three through five lost, so it's kind of nah, shaking up. Okay. Everybody lost. Good for them. And it's so early in the year, I feel like you're just going win the teams yeah. that are winning. So it's, it's going to not seem weird, but go ahead. Sorry. Pats. Pats. Chiefs. Chiefs. Saints. Cowboys. Ooh. Cowboys. Like the boys. I'm not. I'm, you know what I a, hate about the Cowboys? What's that? Their game is always America's game of the week. It's the worst <laughs> thing ever. No, it's not as bad now that they're good. It was terrible and they were terrible. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm not convinced. That win isn't terrible for them. I feel like the Saints played good. and I, I think the Cowboys are still trending up. I, it was 12 to 10. Not great look, but no. Not looking too much into it. <laughs> Number four. Sorry. Whew. Packers. Packers. I took the Packers out. I've got Detroit. Oh. i got Detroit. I know, I know. I, Dude, they should have won. No, this week I was like going into this week I was like I I put them on my uh, last team out. They're my last or first yeah first team out I guess um, out of my top five because I said this week this is where they get everything torn down. Like you said, they should they played good. Yeah, they convinced me they're one of the better teams in the NFL. Five Rams got the Saints there. Okay, got the Saints there. I think my first one out would be the Bears. Chase Daniel, baby, he wins. I think my first one out right now is Green Bay. Okay. I think yeah. my first one out is Green Bay. If I just take defense, I'm taking the Bears defense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They might be number one for me if we're just doing that. <laughs> just defense? Yeah. yeah the Bears sure. defense. Just Khalil Mack. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, can I just draft him fantasy? Like, I don't, we don't do individual defense players, but can we just draft him? It'd be nice. We should. Um, got our segments. Have we decided on Jumbotron? We haven't. Best Halloween. Uh, I guess we should save that for Halloween. It's too early for that. <laughs> I was going to say, best Halloween candy. It's October. Yeah. Party in the mood. Um, Ugliest athlete. Can you name off three? I don't know. I, I can draw. Okay. Number one. But we got to say, dude, tell them about Blue Chew while we're doing that. And then we'll jump into... Blue Chew's done. Oh, the Blue Chew's done? Oh, it is done. I didn't see that. I messed that up. Man. I don't think it's back yet. Sorry, guys. Blue Chew. <laughs> what? I don't think it's back yet. You're going to need it this week. Yep. Sorry. You don't... You, you can try using our promo code. It may not work. <laughs> Jumbotron, ugliest athletes. All right, you go first. I'll see what I can do. Joe Kim Noah. Muster up. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, man. Football's hard because you don't see their faces often. Yeah. 
I'm just I'm, I'm trying to run through football players in my head. I don't I didn't think basketball. That was an easy one. I'm gonna go LeBron before you got hair plugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, this one is tough. Scotty Pippen. It's ugly. He is ugly. Dang it. Um. Okay, hot take. Bryce Harper is an ugly son of a bitch. <laughs> that hair, he's not like as ugly as some of the, he's not the ugliest athlete. That hair is terrible. Yeah. We can just go Bryce Harper for the hell of it. But like, okay. that hair is terrible. Okay. That's a, that is a hot take. A lot of people disagree with you. I know. I realize that. I'm just like, just, just cut the hair. We might be talking. Like, yeah. I don't know. Let's see what you look like. I get it. Uh, Next for me would be, oh, I had one. And then I lost it. Um, ugliest athlete. Ugliest athlete. Oh, I want to do somebody like... Oh, Aaron Judge. I love Aaron Judge, but he's ugly. Ugly dude. That's funny. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Mm. Are you looking up ugliest athletes? I was, I was like, I want to look up something and see if I get... <laughs> Larry Bird's on here, and that one makes sense. I'm not going to use that. That's too easy. Yeah. I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with soccer, Brad Guzan. That dude's... I don't even know who that is. He's a goalie for the United States. And he's an ugly son of a bitch. <laughs> bald. And then he has a beard. He's not like Tim Howard. got a beard. He's just bald. It's easy. Don't be ugly. Don't be ugly. Um, okay, so... Stupidity. Stupidity. What do you got? I got ESPN running the Lady Balls thing. Uh, I got Dwayne Ra- Rankin. I don't know who it is, but he's verified, so he's obviously <laughs> important. Um, He had a picture of the Suns Big Three. And it was Devin no, Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and Ricky Rubio. I saw that. I loved the reply. Somebody quoted it and said, are we just going to have a big three for everybody? Of course. That's how Everybody's it is. best player is it's a big three. We're the big three of more important issues. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> um, I've got ESPN doing the Lady Balls thing because it was up for more than a day. So like it was obvious that they were doing it on purpose. And I'll talk about this. I tweeted about this. Um, you can't be a champion for diversity and make fun of people by calling them ladies. Sorry. Can't do yeah. Mine's uh, Go Vols Extra. Tennessee Vols coach Jeremy Pruitt has set up Jared, Jared Garantano as a scapegoat. Talk about that. Is it, was it a, sca- a scapegoat? Yeah. Like that one guy. A scapegoat. Escape. A scapegoat. Um, I just think this is dumb because he bagged Jared Garantano all year. And he believed that he gave us the best chance to win. So I don't know how that's a scapegoat. Right. But, and it's also making your job harder. <laughs> yeah. So, any more? Uh, last one. Pierce Morgan. He tweeted, um, "England annihilating USA proves my long-held theory. Nice. Take all the helmets and pads away, and international rugby players would beat NFL players at either sport every time. I mean, I hope they beat them at rugby. <laughs> like that's my hope. But um, they would not beat them at football. I mean, many times some of the best rugby players have tried to play football at the NFL level, and they've made good plays, but they haven't been great players. Yeah." It's just a stupid theory to say. First off, I mean, how long do they have to train? Because if you just throw them out there, they're not going to win. Probably not. Unless you put them opposite of Tennessee. Then they might win. <laughs> they might win. Um, so I got AB for my next ones. He's got a double-decker this week. Um, so his first one, he said, my English paper due by tonight, 12 a.m., need a proofreader, make sure A's and B's. Um, hashtag English or ing. 303. First of all, tonight, 12 a.m. would be morning. <clears throat> Second of all, he spelled 
do do and not do. Yeah, that's pretty mad, especially when you're. I mean, he <coughs> does. He's right. He needs a proofreader. He's absolutely yeah, right. He does. Make sure a a's and b's, dude. Like a proofreader is not gonna be able to help you. No, sorry, not a chance. Um. Then he also said, um. Something about Baker Mayfield getting tackled by Cobbs, and he quote tweeted and said, should have never been drafted before Lamar Jackson. What a big scam. Baker whooped up on Lamar Jackson this week. He did. So that was that was bad. You can't do that. you got to wait till after the game and then tweet something like that if he loses. Wasn't no. smart on his part. No. no. Which nothing no. he does is smart on his part. It's the helmet, man. It's the helmet. He's I'm needed. telling you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Telling you. Thank you guys for listening. Freeze your feet off. <laughs> Check us out on armchairmedianetwork.com. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, anywhere there's a podcast, there's more important issues. Check us out on Saturday. We'll have our keys to the game at some point, probably around noon again, uh, for a 7 p.m. game, maybe a little bit later. Sometime in there, though. Um, so we will have a live episode on Saturday, and we'll be back Sunday. Sorry we're not there tomorrow night, but you still got us, so you're good. Yep, you got us, and come by our tailgate. We'll be there bright and early. As soon as they open them gates, we're there, and we're bringing the boat in, and we out.